You are now tuned in to the AddictedToSuccess.com podcast, where geniuses, entrepreneurs, and next-level game-changers share their juicy little secrets on achieving massive success. This is the advice you wish you heard years ago. Be prepared and take note as we expose the realness and the raw of what it takes to be successful on AddictedToSuccess.com. So, Prince EA, congratulations on all your online success. I remember seeing one of your videos actually come through on my Facebook feed, which is uh, why I got rid of most of my friends. And it's a great video, great advice that you share there about you know negative friends and not letting uh, this negative energy get to you. Mm-hmm. And it's funny because a lot of uh, a lot of people that create these motivational, inspirational videos, you see they're kind of like one-hit wonders. Mm-hmm. Like they'll do one really good one, and then they won't really release anything for a long time or or just ever again. So. And what's funny is like every day my news feed was getting hammered with all your videos that were coming out and I saw you on Twitter, you know, I saw you on, on other websites with uh, your can we autocorrect humanity video and uh, that why I think this world should end video. Yeah, yeah. So, um, so yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm really uh, interested in how you were able to achieve a lot of this success and get this much exposure online. So. It'd be awesome to delve in that today and really find out what it takes to be uh, successful online and and get that kind of exposure. And also just, you know, an understanding of your backstory of where you came from and what you have to offer the world. So Prince EA, welcome to the Addicted to Success podcast. Thanks a million for joining us today. Oh man, thank you for having me. Well, I, uh, I want to kind of get straight into the backstory. So if you could fill us in on how you came to be. Got you. Well, I, I was a rapper for about eight years. You know, I'm still a rapper. Um, and then I got tired. You know, I got bored of it. Um, you know, I, I wanted something new, something that actually could could fulfill me, even though I love rapping. I love, you know, doing what I did. And But it w- just wasn't just wasn't enough. It was too much competing and, and you know, competition and comparing. So I went on a, uh, a journey, you know, a spiritual journey. I took a break from from hip hop. And, you know, I tried to figure out, you know, who am I? Who is this? Who is this being, you know, inside of this body? Uh, who is this this entity that, that looks out of these eyes? Who is that? You know, is there I, I always felt like there was a spiritual element of my existence that I, I never really tapped into. So I went on this search. Um, you know, I didn't I didn't go to any type of uh, cave in the Himalayan mountains or anything. And studied with <laughs> Dalai Lama. I didn't do any of that. I just I just looked in and I, I studied a little bit from guys like Thich Nhat Hanh and Muji and uh, Ajahn Brahm. He actually he's he's in Australia, <laughs> but uh, so you know I, I studied these guys and I started learning more and more and looking inward. And I real I I realized that you know life is short. You know, life is short. You never really know when your when your last breath is going to be. So we have to make the most out of every every single moment. And so the first thing that I created, you know, once I kind of came to this realization, uh, was was why I think this world should end. And that came out of me just just thinking about death. You know, if I'm going to die, which is totally possible, uh, what do I want my last piece to be? And what came out was love. Uh, compassion, planting seeds of, of goodness and kindness to the world. And that's all I want to do now is just help people, you know, is just help the world. And I think that's what, what really led to the success. Um, and I kind of stopped comparing and competing. I stopped trying to be something and I just decided to be, uh, be me. And that's it. And, and I, I just created things that, that were, you know, socially observant, 
Uh, I want to help people with uh, different things like letting go of pain, fear, anger, anxiety, things like that. Things that I, I've dealt with, things that I, I'm still dealing with. You know, and I give people tips on, on how, to, uh, how to overcome or how to live with them, how to love these things. And it seems to it seems to help. You know, people people seem to be uh, uh, receiving it very well. And, uh, and that's it. Beautiful, man. Beautiful. And I love that you, you know, switch lanes. You, you mm. know, you're in the lane of just being a, a rapper. Yeah. Then you found that, you know, this isn't this isn't like 100 percent truly fulfilling. So you decided to switch lanes. And you know what? I hear this story over and over again where people just decide in that moment they're like you know i want to i want to find that thing that fills the cup mm. and um yeah it sounds like you you found it man you found where your strengths are and, and where your talents lie so mm. you know congratulations man congratulations yeah. so you have more than right now you have more than 150 i think you have like 151,000 something subscribers on youtube mm-hmm. and i think one of your videos had something like two million views on that um why i think the world should end video Mm. so what do you think is a key here like apart from creating the good content like do you promote your your uh videos or do you uh, have like a network that you put your videos out to yeah everything is organic you know i i uh i, I promote um you know on, on facebook mostly twitter uh youtube i mean I've, I've built my youtube audience you know um from you know eight years ago and i was always interested in how to how to get my message out there to people. You know, I'm just a, just a regular kid in, in the north side of St. Louis. You know, how, who's going to listen to me? How can I make people listen to me or, or see me? So I studied, you know, how to, how to create viral content. And, you know, back then when I was a rapper, I was creating things that uh, might have been funny or might have been, uh, you know, something that people could not really relate to, but it, it was just shareable content, funny or cute or, or, you know, things like that. And now I feel like the... You know, I, I took my strategies and use it to to create positivity. You know, how can I how can I reach the most amount of people with a positive message, which could potentially galvanize an individual to look within themselves or to to, to be positive, to to change their worldview. Um, so I, I had a bunch of strategies, man. I've gone I've gone viral in the past. You know, I, I like backwards rappers, which was released a couple years ago. That I think just reached over a million views. Uh, I had some parodies that, that had 2 million views, but recently, yeah, I mean, the, the, why I think this world should end that got 2 million, the, the, how can we autocorrect humanity? I think that's at about 9 million on YouTube, which is, which is incredible. You know, I, I think that relatability is what does it, um, title, you know, thumbnail it's, it's really, it's really a series of, uh, strategies that you use. But when it comes down to it, I think that what comes from the heart reaches the heart. You know, if you create a pure message without thought of of really profit, if if it isn't your main motive to get in this message out, I think people will uh, will gravitate towards it. And that's what that's what kind of, you know, my message is is, or my success is kind of shown. Yeah, that's right, man. Yeah, you're focusing on uh, following your heart and also delivering quality and and staying consistent with it. And I think this is the biggest thing that I find a lot of people don't understand about success is it's it's mostly it's like focus on the quality. Right. Mm-hmm. and fine-tune it along the way and stay persistent like mm-hmm. keep putting content mm-hmm. out keep yeah. doing it like yeah. with um with addicted to success i mean we've we've had over you know 55 million views now over the last three and a half years mm-hmm. and a lot of people ask me you know how do i create a successful blog and it's like it's the same thing man quality and consistency <laughs> yeah that's it 
You know, and and the easiest way to be consistent is to be you. You know, you're not yep. gonna be you're not gonna be consistent if you're trying to be something else. That's resistance. That's struggle. So the easiest way is just to be you, consistent, and it's effortless. Then you know, <laughs> it's just so easy. So yeah, <laughs> totally. yeah, you got it. You got it, man. Hundred percent. So you are you cover you know a few different subjects uh, within your channel itself, and I think a few of them that really stand out, and I think that a lot of people. Um, you know, need the advice on is uh, the idea of getting rid of stress. So mm. I know a lot of people suffer from stress and it can be a major killer. Um, it can really kill your productivity and, and your overall health. So what would your advice be with uh, dealing with stress? Yeah, I mean, stress uh, Stress is not out there. Stress is inside. Um, you know, I, 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 there are no stressful situations. We become stressed because of how we interpret situation. So if you change your interpretation, you change the stress, you can effectively get rid of the stress. When you change the way you look at things, the things that you look at change. If you start to see success as a challenge instead of as a threat, stress is removed. <laughs> you know, but that that comes when when you're in alignment with with what you want to do, with who you are really. Uh, but stressful, you know, stressful situations, they happen and they're tests for us. But we always have to be mindful, you know, that the stress is inside of us. It's not outside. These things didn't cause it. Uh, we caused it by the way we are looking at these things. So breathing is good, you know, controlling your thoughts, you know. Uh, and, and all stress, stress is really a buildup of thoughts, right? It's too many, too many things on the shelf, you know. It, it causes it to... To, to, to eventually collapse, you know, which is a mental breakdown. So we got we to gotta really focus on our thoughts and ask ourselves, uh, ask ourselves, you know, are these thoughts that I'm having even true? Because a lot of times our thoughts aren't true, <laughs> you know, and then we got to ask ourselves, uh, you know, who would we be without these thoughts? You know, and a lot of times the answer is we will be free, you know, and I, this, this is the, uh, the work, you know, from uh, a very special uh, woman named Byron Katie who kind of, you know, showed me uh, indirectly how to, how to really control your thoughts and not believe your thoughts. So, yeah. Beautiful, man. Beautiful. So you've done some some form of uh, coaching or, or any any workshops? Never, never, never. I, I just, you know, I just uh, <laughs> I just look inside. You know, I look outside to, to, to different people. Um, you know, people like, uh, uh, you know, Byron Katie, Stephen Mitchell. You know, I read a lot of books and I've learned a lot of things that have helped me directly. And I feel like, you know, you, you can't help anybody else until you help yourself first. Um, so, no, I'm not I'm not even, uh, you know, I've never done a coaching uh, session, any of that stuff, you know. But I, I help people through the videos that I make, things that I've gone through and I honestly and objectively look at. And I think that if we all honestly and objectively look at the things that go on inside of us, we can eventually overcome them. Yeah, you're right. And, and I feel that you actually learn best by reading and then going and teaching mm. you know when you shoot your videos like after that that's that's ingrained in your in your mind um a, a little deeper than uh than you know just reading out of a book mm -hmm. absolutely that's great. Yep. that's great what uh what would your advice be on letting things go <laughs> letting things go well, you just have to understand that uh you can't hold on to anything you know the universe that's the universal law <laughs> You know, nothing. Uh, it's the law of impermanence. You can't hold on to anything. It's the law of change. Everything that we see in front of us, you and I, uh, you know, our companies, everything that we've built, we will eventually go away one day. You know, so we have to understand that that we can't hold on to anything. We don't know when these things are gonna uh, dissipate from our lives, our relationships, or you know, people. 
you know, anything that comes into existence will eventually go out of existence. Marriage is everything. So just just being in alignment with that and and, and that will honestly um, give you the ability to let, to let things go when they go easily. You know, it's the wisdom of, of, of kind of there's no escape from this from this law. And to, to be grounded in groundlessness is uh, is a good part, is, is a good way to, to, to let things go. You know, one of the biggest struggles for uh, a lot of entrepreneurs, uh, especially when they're starting out or, or as they're coming up, is uh, struggling with their ego. Mm. You know, they have this, and I think you probably experienced it in the rap game. Mm-hmm. You know, there's a lot of the beefing going on and, and the rap battles and that. So, what would your advice be for those that are, you know, having trouble really uh, getting control of their ego there? Yeah. Yeah, right. I know. I, I still experience it. <laughs> I still experience the ego. And just to be mindful of it, we got to watch our thoughts. We got to watch our thoughts. We got to watch our egos. You know, the ego isn't necessarily a bad thing. The ego has a lot of things that, that are linked to survival. Um, so just, just knowing that you are not your ego, you know, um, is, is, I think, the key. You know, and to be mindful, mindfulness, watch your thoughts, watch yourself when you have these um, these egoic thoughts, these thoughts of comparison, you know, these thoughts of comp- competition with somebody else, you know, because these thoughts don't serve you and they come out of that ego, you know, so just watching it and understanding that that's not who you really are. So what uh, what equipment do you use to to film these like YouTube clips? I mean, some of them, right, are just real raw. Mm-hmm. You're sitting down and talking in front of the camera, which is good. That's really authentic, and that's what people love. Mm-hmm. Uh, you have other ones where they've got, you know, graphics and things going on. So, so you know, first of all, what do you use to just shoot the raw clips? And second, uh, you know, what do you do to to create all the graphics and and uh, animations? Are they all outsourced? Mm. Yeah, uh, well, the raw videos I shoot with a T3, Canon T3i and a little LCD, uh, LED uh, light, you know, not too much. And I just set that up on like a, a table, you know, I don't even have a tripod. I just set that up and uh, with, with some boxes and angle it right and just go in. The other videos, the more high quality videos are shot by uh, some of my, my friends that I've been working with for a very long time. Uh, Brandon Sloan, Dancing Shoes Production, he shoots with the... Um, Black Magic Cinema and a couple other, you know, really, really good cameras. He's very, very talented. And another, uh, another friend of mine, Joseph Lombardi, um, he shoots with a DSLR two as well. I think it's a 5D, Canon 5D. Um, and as far as the graphics, that's my one of my other friends, uh, Haja Berlev, and he just does everything. I don't, I don't know what he, what program he uses, <laughs> but he does some amazing things. That's 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 a very talented guy right there. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, I mean, it helps if you've got a good team of people that know what they're doing on that side. Mm-hmm. I mean, because, you, you know, sometimes you get people where they are great, they're great at content, but they have no idea how to work the technical side of things. And, and that can hold you back sometimes. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. Yeah. exactly. Yeah. So you got to network really, right? You know, reach out to people and see who are who are interested in I do. Uh, yeah. part of your projects. Yeah. yeah, yeah, definitely. I do. I have a I have a baseline understanding of of technology too. I think that's always good, you know, not not really re- always relying on on other people to to do things for you, but to understand things yourself, you know. Um like I know how to use the cameras and operate them obviously, 
Um, but they're much better than me, so I usually, uh, <laughs> I usually, you know, defer to to these guys that that you know have degrees and years years of experience, you know, in doing this stuff. So, yeah. Nice, nice, man. So, what are you, uh, what do you do to spark that creativity? Do you have a certain ritual or any habits to get you into that space? Mm. No, no. Uh, <laughs> honestly, I just have. Uh, I don't know. It just it just kind of comes to me, you know. Things that I might I might be going through, um, you know. I decide to talk about um, things that my friends might be going through that they tell me about. I'm like, oh, that would be a good. Everybody goes through that. Let me make a make a video about it. Um, you know, um, spoken word that that those type of topics. Um, you know, I've I've kind of I've got a lot of them written down already. And yeah, I don't I don't know what does it, you know, because. I can start writing on something and then stop and just, just not feel it. You know, I don't, sometimes I don't feel it, but if I do feel it, then I'm just going to go all in, you know? So I don't know. I think it, it might come from some other, uh, other force, some other type of energy. That's what Michael Jackson said. Michael Jackson was asked, uh, how do you, how do you come up with these, these melodies and these, these great songs? He, he, he said, I don't know. I don't know. It just comes from above, you know, the energy above and you just got to go with it. So that's kind of, that's kind of what I do. <laughs> It's all energy, man. It's all energy. You know, it's, it's when you're talking about money too, money's energy, right? Mm. You put that energy into something, you get some energy back. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. Exactly. Right, you got it. So you're, uh, you look like you live in the gym, bro. <laughs> <laughs> what's, uh, what's your little workout secrets for the rest of us? <laughs> oh, man. I'm, uh, you know, I, 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 uh, I'm in and out of the gym now, but I'm, I'm, I'm getting back. I'm getting back in. You know, diet is very important. Diet is about... 80% uh you want to see some changes in the way you look uh you got to you got to really do it in the kitchen you know abs are made in the kitchen right not the gym um but as far as my secrets again it's consistency you know i i, I have my own story about working out you know I, I always would work out work out and then stop and then stop you know i i thought where could i be if i just just continued if i was just consistent cuz working out is a marathon it's not a sprint where where would i be if i was consistent and i just i was consistent for about 2 years one one two one and a half two years and you know i saw a lot of uh a lot of growth and improvement um my health my mind state um so yeah it's it's really just consistency and slowing things down being on a um a schedule and eating right yeah, no, they're great points, man. They're great points. And what's funny is um, I, I've been uh, studying a lot into the art of uh, creating uh, successful habits, right? And they did a study where there's like a thousand wealthy people and they asked them a bunch of questions and they found that with their habits, they created these three cornerstone habits. One of them is building your network, like, you know, connecting with the right people as often as possible. The second one was reading and learning as much as they can so at least reading for an hour a day or listening to an audio or a podcast a day and the third thing was having at least 20 to 30 minutes exercise at least five times a week and this is the most common one this is like the number one and it's 
it's funny because like yeah. when your body's fine-tuned yeah. your mind's yeah. in the right place too right? health is, health is what, what is wealth without health yeah. you know you got a billion dollars <laughs> you know you, you can't do anything if you don't feel well you know so health is very important you know these bodies are vehicles to experience reality you know we shouldn't worship the body but we should take care of them like we take care of our cars you know, we gotta we gotta make sure it's in running order and we get the most out of it. So it's very important. Yeah, you got that right, man. Over the years, have you ever come across somebody who has given you amazing advice? Like, what what's the best advice that you've ever received uh, from from someone in your life? Well, you know, my dad told me uh, lead by you know very common lead by example. You know, lead by example. Uh, we have to be an example for them in our own lives, you know, and, and work on ourselves first. You know, in the airplane, you get on the airplane, what do they say? They say if the you know oxygen mask come down, put one on yourself before you put one on somebody else. You know, uh so you gotta you gotta take care of yourself or you gotta you can't fix anything until you fix what's inside of you. You know? Um another piece of wisdom I got recently from uh a a I don't I guess you can call her a spiritual teacher, Gangaji. She said, you know, give up enlightenment and give up unenlightenment. You know, what does that, what does that mean? You know, it means just be. Um, and it's very deep. It's deeper than, than I mean, that, that takes some inquiry. You know, people just hearing that right now on the, you know, on the podcast, you know, it takes some inquiry. Give up enlightenment and give up unenlightenment. You're already there. Um, I always say uh, enlightenment isn't, uh, in uh, attaining truths, it's in removing lies. You know, when you get to that state of emptiness, and you, you know, you get to to be you. So I think that was another piece of wisdom that I got last week. But uh, but yeah, my my dad had he, he's always giving me great wisdom. Um, so yeah, nice. Right, so that's top notch advice. Thanks for sharing that with us. Beautiful. <laughs> no problem. <laughs> no problem. So uh, what what books would you recommend? Like what what are your top three books on self development? Mm -hmm. Mm. Wow, wow. What's funny is like an hour ago, I just posted uh, <laughs> my, my entire audio collection on Facebook. But um, hmm, that's an interesting question. I think uh, I think The Art of Communication by Thich Nhat Hanh is, is very good, you know, very good. And, and, and because that's how we that's how we uh, we, we inhabit this world right through our through our communication, through our body language, through our words, you know. And so I think that book could definitely help relationships and also communicating with yourself. So the art of communication is one by Thich Nhat Hanh. Um, oh, my goodness. <laughs> uh, let's see. Other books. Hmm. I think the Tao. The Tao is a great book. Uh, Lao Tzu, ancient book. Uh, the, the, the Tao Te Ching, Book of the Way. That's a good one. Um, <clears throat> and let's see. It's another one called the, the, the Five Secrets You Must Discover Before You Die. That's another good one. Um, basically, that's uh, John Izzo. It's, it's based on um, he does studies of elderly people, you know, to, 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 to see, you know, what are their regrets? You know, how did, how did they live and how would they advise us, you know, young people to live? So that's another, that's another good one. So those, those, I don't know if those are my top three, but those are the three that come to mind right yeah. now. Usually, usually they're the ones that you found a lot of, uh, quality advice or it had some form of impact in you, um, when you, when they come off mm -hmm. the top of your head. So 
Awesome. We'll run with that, man. I'll um I'll put a list of those books up for the uh, for the viewers and uh you know those that that visit your article on addicted to success. Beautiful, man. Beautiful. And what's one of your favorite quotes? <laughs> what's funny, man, is my my entire room, my bedroom has quotes all over the wall, so I can just look up. <laughs> <laughs> hey, that's great. That's that's awesome. Uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, here's a quote right here. Uh, the Roman philosopher Seneca, he said, we should count each day as a separate life. Each day is not a step on the way to a destination. It is the destination. Do not squander the moment by living in the past or the future. The future has one real power, to steal joy. You can't know what's going to happen and you can't do anything about the past. You know, that's, that's, that's a great quote. You know, you got to be, you got to be here now uh, because now is really all that we all that we have all that we know we have for sure never know when you're going to see your last sunset so we'll go with that one wow i love that man i love it and you know what's funny actually i was uh reading seneca's book i uh, would have been for a month ago and it was called mm. seneca the shortness of life you should mm. read that you should pick that up if you get a chance and and he yeah it's it's just like a bunch of eye openers. It really, really uh, yeah. keeps your mind open to the idea of, you know, at the end of the day, we're just we're mortal, you know. So we uh, we really need to, you know, move on things with haste and and take the action when needed. So, mm -hmm. no, that that's Absolutely. I love that man. That's an awesome quote. Yeah, thank you, man. I'm I'm gonna check that book out too. <laughs> yeah, Seneca, the shortness of life. It's like two dollars or something like that on uh, Amazon. It's like a classic. Yeah. Wonderful. Yeah. Wonderful. Yeah. Read through it, man. Read through it. I love uh, reading a lot of uh, philosophy, you know, ancient philosophy, because some of the messages that you can pull from those books, they're mm. incredible, man. They're, they're things that people aren't even saying nowadays. You know, mm -hmm. the stuff that's out there, there's a lot of really watered down things, but the stuff from back in the day, oh, man. Yeah. Those guys, <laughs> those guys were living in a, in a hard world, I tell you that. You know, like the, the Spartans and, uh, <laughs> you know they, yeah. they, the Spartans they were living in in tough times man so yeah take advice <laughs> from those guys <laughs> absolutely, absolutely. Beautiful, man. awesome alright so we're wrapping things up and the last question that we always leave uh, you know with our, with our listeners is for you if you were to deliver your last 30 second speech to the world uh, what yeah. would that 30 seconds sound like it, it, it's pretty much uh, uh reiterating uh, the Seneca's, you know, Seneca quote, you know, it's just to, to, to really just be here now. Um, your dreams are possible. Life is not meant to be suffered through. It's meant to be lived. It's meant to be enjoyed, you know. Um, forget about the past, you know, forget about the future. The present moment is, is all we have. It's, it's so precious. And we can't, we, you know, I breathe in right now. You know, I'm never going to get that breath back. You know, I have to be here now. You know, they say the average person dies at 25, but is buried at 75. You know, we, we can't allow this, this negative world to, to, to win, to get to us, you know. So, quote goes, you know, go, as the old quote says, you know, go, uh, do not go where there is, uh, how's it going, how's it going? It says, uh, go, hold on one second. <laughs> Do not go where the path may lead, but go where there is no path and leave a trail. 
You know, we have to be ambitious. We have to be ambitious about about life and our own existences. You know, I don't want I never wanted to live a life that somebody else had already lived. What's the fun in that? <laughs> you know, what's the, what's the real fun? You know, explore and, and do like we haven't been here on this planet as a human species for very long. So so many there's so many opportunities that that have yet to be discovered, you know, and, and I think those uh those discoveries and those ideas, they're, they're really, they're inside of us and we just have to let it, let it out, you know? So if every, everybody looks in themselves, um, they can really find that, find that peace and find that, that, uh, that purpose. That's it. It was like a minute though, right? <laughs> Wonderful. Yeah, that's cool. We can make that one the minute and 30 speech. All right, all right, cool. <laughs> you, you got a lot of wisdom, so we can uh, we can let you have that one. Yeah, cool. <laughs> awesome. Thank you so much, Prince EA. Uh, how can we check you out? Um, Apart from your YouTube videos, your YouTube channel. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Check me out uh, on Facebook, you know, um, facebook.com slash Prince EA Hip Hop. Uh, and Twitter is just slash Prince EA, and that's pretty much it. PrinceEA.com as well, um, and that's it. That's it. You, you, if you got Google, you'll know how to find me. <laughs>